0: Make a series podcast. I'm talking to the photographer Dave Green. So I'm really thrilled to have the photographer Dave Green here with me. How are you, Dave?
1: I'm absolutely fine. Looking forward to talking to you.
0: I'm looking forward to listening to you. <laughs> right. I like to get straight to it. So the first question is, why did you start a creative business?
1: Well, I'm going to go back a bit. I won't tell you how how far back, but. Um but i but i started out i mean i literally started out as a freelance photographer uh, straight after college but um i mean the question is is why um and the reason the reason i, I did it you know as, as it were reason why i started out a creative business rather than going into work for somebody else was because i had already and spent 4 years as an engineering apprentice after i'd left school and that was a you know that was an avenue that i didn't want to pursue and i actually went back to school did a little bit of retraining went on to college to study graphics and then from there went on to um, study photography so by the time i'd done all of that and finished that i was already kind of 6 years adrift from people of my own age who had had gone straight in, say, to do photography. So it just didn't seem like the right time to be then becoming a photographer's apprentice or something like that. Um, And I just didn't like the idea of after all that, then just going to work for another organization, another company. So, so I went out, you know, straight on my own and pursued that path. Now, it didn't really work out, um, let's say, because, you know, things get in the way. You, you know, you you get married, you buy a house, you have a mortgage and um, being, being freelance, um, you know, having your own business, it, it is very, very difficult within the creative sector, I've found, to try and, you know, sometimes to be earning enough money to be paying those bills. I mean, I'll I'll no doubt speak more about that later. But after after supplementing my my freelance photography with some teaching um, and it probably again for, for another question, but but I would say that teaching, teaching the subject that you're doing is a tremendous way of learning all the stuff that you should have learned when you were actually at college yourself. Um, so, you know, totally no regrets there, but uh, because I was, I was doing some teaching as well to supplement my freelance photography. Um, I then had a mortgage to pay, uh, which, you know, was getting more and more difficult. And so I did more and more teaching and then I was teaching full time. And then it was like literally about 12 years of, full-time teaching so the the creative business bit got put on the back burner but then coming down here to North Devon in 2005 it was always the intent to let the teaching go I mean as it happens I did do a little bit of teaching but I wasn't looking for it it kind of found me but the idea was to pursue my own creative path to be self-employed again which I did and this time it was far more successful and it has continued to be and you know I'm sure I'll tell you more of that as you as you carry on now
0: fantastic I liked how I hadn't thought of it that way in the way that if you, when you start teaching people through having to teach others, you really have to know everything, don't you? You have to, and you also know how, need to know how to communicate it. And through that, it strengthens your own knowledge.
1: I, I had finished college, and as you know, as a young person doing HND in photography, I believed I knew it all. I, I was, at that time I was really confident. You know, I had some good marks. I had some good pictures. I knew my photography. I thought teaching is such a doddle because my teachers, anyone could do that. This was my impression. Okay. Right or wrong. That was at the time, as that young person, that's how I felt. And I felt I could, you know, I could do some of that. I could easily do that. I'll go to my local college and see if there's any photography teaching that I could do. And literally, I got a, that that same set that september i finished college in you know july i started in september teaching one evening class and i went along and literally after that one that first night <laughs> i had questions basic questions and i was really really struggling i was i was struggling so much that i was having to spend the whole week just learning stuff the real basic stuff so that I would be more prepared the next week and then the next week I had the questions as well and and again so that's you know just that first term of one evening class a week I learned so much just through my own study
0: cool well (laughs) that's fantastic because you were given that challenge and then you went you know what I'm going to learn this and not give up on it as well I think because other people yeah. in your situation would go okay I you know their ego or whatever would be too bruised to go you know what I want to learn this stuff and I'm going to mm-hmm. so it's fantastic that you were like no nope, I'm determined I'm I'm really determined to learn this stuff to teach others and I think that will make you always a better teacher. And I know that you are from um, teaching in North Devon, a fantastic teacher. And I find that your courses are about empowering others to be able to do it themselves as well. And you know, what an asset um, to North Devon. That's what I would say. So (laughs) I'm glad you kept at it even though you were challenged like that. So that's fantastic. So what challenges have you faced uh, during building a creative business other than the teaching challenges you just mentioned
1: <laughs> i mean i'll give you some of the challenges um although there are probably others and you you might be able to kind of <laughs> wean some more out of me but um i mean the first thing i would say that you know you talked about uh, whilst building a creative business it never ends it, it's like you've, you've never created the business you're always creating the business you know that that whole thing and there are challenges all the w- along the way of course challenges i mean that, that whole idea challenge it's like we hear that word and we and we we think that's something to to kind of fear um but it's not it's 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 something to embrace it's something to 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 get over um and and, and to face up to and and I know it, you know it's easy to say that because because challenges c- can be huge, and and obviously when you get all the challenges, they all kind of come together, and and you're buried with the challenges. But if they don't all come together, and and, and you can kind of face the challenges, then it, it's it's okay. Um, and uh, I think I think the overcoming challenges develops you positively, and for me. It's like, it saves me within within the creative business. It saves me from that routine of, of nine to five, which is the thing which keeps me going as, as, as a freelance. I, I've already you know, mentioned about education a little bit. And, and I, I would say that formal education also, it does not prepare you or it certainly didn't prepare you building your own business obviously there were huge challenges just there i mean um you know you you don't have any idea at all about how to build that business that's a big challenge you know i knew the basics of my arts medium photography but i i didn't know anything else in fact when i started out as a photographer before i went into full-time teaching that was i i don't even know now how i how i even did that because when I came down to North Devon in 2005, I actually went on some government course about freelance work, about self-employment, um, y- you know how to do your books and these kind of things. So I don't know how I did it all before really because because I, I, I learned how to do it then. The first big challenge I, I would I would say is that of confidence. Or lack of it. you know, if if I had to kind of put myself somewhere in confident or not confident, I would definitely be towards the confident end now. But that's you know that's through years and years and and to to be honest, I left college with that good grade, good portfolio. I was taking trips down to London all the time, uh, speaking to magazine editors, showing them my portfolio, but I was not confident. Mm. And that, you know, to be honest, as a as a freelancer, uh, trying to build your business, it was very, very difficult, Um, like selling yourself. I mean, I wouldn't say that I was I was very good at selling myself now. But at least I have the confidence to um, at least sound as if I know what I'm doing. Okay, so in some respects, you don't need to sell yourself because that is selling yourself because you know, uh, having 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 confidence puts confidence in somebody yeah. else you know in, in terms of what you can mm-hmm. do for them um but yeah so i didn't have that confidence and and even even going through through teaching um i was kind of confident with my subject because i really got to know it and learn it but other things within within teaching I did not have the confidence with as, as it went on. And uh, the, the big, big change for me, in terms of confidence, I spent a year um, doing a Fulbright teaching exchange in Arizona. This was right at the end of my full-time teaching um, career. It kind of brought it to a halt actually, um, but that in, in, a, in a positive way. But being in a totally new country in a totally new place, and not knowing anyone mm-hmm. at all. And, you know, suddenly working, you know, with the job that I knew, but, but in, a, in a totally new place, totally new school, different system, huge, huge challenges for me. I mean, okay, so, so it's not, you know, they're not the challenges that you would necessarily get as as a freelance within mm-hmm. creative business, but they were they were all huge challenges, and they did all come at once. And you know, it, it was um, can you describe it? Um, I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> I mean, you know, there they were like yeah. serious, serious challenges. They there were kind of um, unhealthy challenges that that had to be Mm -hmm. overcome and and they did need to be overcome they did need to be faced it would be it would have been easy actually after after half a year to have um exchange back Mm -hmm. again because my 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 exchange teacher was actually you know wanted to do that herself but i wanted to carry on Mainly because there were ten weeks of holiday <laughs> at the end of it, but I also wanted to carry on because I wanted to overcome those mm-hmm. challenges, and and I did, and and I got over them successfully. Uh, and one of those one of those big challenges was that whole confidence thing, um, being confident in front of all these kids because they were they were younger than what I was mm-hmm. used to in in this country, and that confidence, and of course Americans are so confident yeah they really are and it rubs Mm -hmm. off on you because of course by the end of it I've got loads and loads of friends and I I was I was experiencing that that life and they have a a very confident outlook on things everything's positive yeah I mean they don't even understand when we moan about things like the weather (laughs) and that in in a in a humorous way but they wouldn't understand that they're too serious, but it's all, it's all positive. It's all G them up. It's all (laughs) no negative criticism, all that kind of stuff. But it's a, it's a very positive Mm -hmm. atmosphere. All of that uh, had its effect. And overcoming that made me feel like I could do anything. It's why why we came to North Devon. Amazing. Why I came down here because it was like, it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. where I go. I, I, you know, I could go anywhere in the country. I might as well try and go somewhere that's actually going to be nice (laughs) somewhere that i will want to be in terms of you know environment and all those kind of things because i will be okay i'm i'm confident that i can make friends and all that kind of thing Uh, whereas before i wouldn't have had that so another challenge um no doubt you've heard this from many um creators but um another challenge which is which is greater the further it goes back in my career is just making ends meet, mm-hmm. earning enough money to survive yeah. and to live. Yeah. And you know that is a, a huge challenge. Um, when I was when I was starting out, way back when, in my creative business, uh, photography, photography paid well as a day rate, as as it does now. Yeah. However, you might only get one job a week or or one job mm-hmm. a month, and, and certainly when you're starting up out and you're and you're trying to trying to get clients. It's very very difficult and you know to be quite honest the challenge of making ends meet uh, for me has only been overcome successfully once my mortgage was paid off right um you know yeah. i mean until that time it's it's a huge challenge i mean i'm not saying that it's it's not possible obviously it was possible yeah. because i was still uh, except for for the time that i was full-time teaching i was still freelance yeah. but uh, it's a huge challenge but when that has finished essentially when when you don't need to earn mm-hmm. the same amount of money then it's okay um, but it's like it's more than okay because when you're not desperate for the money when when you're when you're not in a position to to just like do anything at any price because you're so desperate to to, to earn that money because you've got um, a bill that needs mm-hmm. paying then the work comes anyway yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it's I know. know. it's gonna be easy
1: to say and and no doubt mm-hmm. there will be people listening uh, and they're saying you know all right for him to say that but I you know I've got this that and the other and it's but but it does I mean you know I would say that eventually I mean I've been I've been at this game for a long mm-hmm. long time but eventually it does get better. If, even if I go back six or seven years, okay, there were times when even without a mortgage to pay off, I was thinking, and my wife was thinking, she was in the same mm-hmm. boat. It was like, you know, where's the next money going to come yeah. from? Because we've got bills to yeah. pay. You know, it's not looking good. Yeah. And those those times would happen. And, and you, you would have to kind of think positively. You'd have to kind of think, Okay, we need to make you know, such and such an amount mm-hmm. of money every week. So you literally put a plan into place. How can I earn that money? And you you would get over, you make a small challenge and you get over mm-hmm. that, and, and you'd keep that up. But suddenly it kind of clicks. Suddenly it's like, remember, you know, when we didn't know where the next job was going to come from. Well, It's not happening now and you still don't know when the job's going to come from, (laughs) but it kind of happens. And, and there will be a time in, I think in, in every, in every self-employed person doing, doing whatever creative business they're doing, if they, if they stick at it long enough and, you know, obviously if they're, if they're, if they're good enough at the work, then it will suddenly be okay. And, and it'll all, fall into place and where you might have been spending all your time looking for work suddenly it's looking for you yeah you know
0: i am a big believer in what you've just said because uh, i i felt a couple of things there firstly it's good not to roast tint uh, creative business because yes it is really difficult um and being freelance self-employed can be really difficult and certainly the stability isn't there as you might have for a nine to five job it's been interesting with the pandemic because i think more and more people with nine to five jobs have realized even their jobs aren't stable Mm -hmm. and what i might be wrong in this but what i've been reflecting on is that artists are doing very well during the pandemic because they're so used to that instability Mm. and constant problem solving Mm. that a lot of people that I know have gone right I change it up I do this I go online more and they adapted really quickly Uh and I just thought well there you go because they've got those skills already because they're already doing that throughout their life so there's that and not rose tinting it but then there's the core thing of what gets you through those times And makes you continue to be a creative whilst struggling what kept you what kept you locked into that career path um (laughs) i
1: i I don't know (laughs) the the fear of failure fair Um,
0: enough yeah yeah
1: yeah i think i I think there becomes a point um when for me it would be it would be giving kind of giving too much up Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm not saying i'm not saying i would i would be flogging a dead horse because you because you need to adapt and all of those kind of things and and clearly clearly if if you were just like you know churning something out trying to do the same thing again and again and that same thing isn't wanted isn't needed then, then, then that's that's a totally totally different thing yeah yeah um so yes adapting you know educating um you know learning learning new things changing things but but the idea of giving it all up i mean i don't know i mean like you know what would i do what would i do instead yeah uh, i mean to to be honest it's it's a it's an i mean it's an interesting question but it's a it's a kind of a strange question for me Mm -hmm. because because it's never really occurred Mm -hmm. like the like the idea of you know giving up the creative business and just doing something else completely because it's like i mean it's, it's almost like a calling i mean you know we talk about we talk about a, like a self-employed and um, you know, job or whatever, but it, it's not even like a job it's mm-hmm. because it, it's 24, seven. I <laughs> yeah. mean, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm kind of working all the time because in some respects you don't even, you don't even think about it as work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Completely.
1: So this, this is, this is kind of why, you know, around about one trying to answer the question, um, know what else could you do because it would be like like having a different life
0: so right now how do you make it work how do you make a living from your creativity
1: I'm a full-time self-employed photographer but I would I would try and expand on that because I I I would say actually I'm a I'm a I I I kind of work within photography Mm -hmm. because um obviously it's not just know it's not just taking pictures there's there's so more it's um on on, on, in in many respects as as a as a career i i kind of expand within photography and also within photography i i kind of specialize in things like this Mm -hmm. but um Mm -hmm. you know for example let me give you some for examples let me let me tell you about the kind of things that that makes up you know my yeah my, my my job a few years ago um, you know, just thinking about this expansion of, of photography, about not necessarily taking pictures. A few years ago, I was I was commissioned to digitize 10,035 millimeter negatives by James Revilias and mm-hmm. Roger Deacons for Beef and Arts. So this was this was like 18-month commission. I also do talks. I mm-hmm. also run workshops. Um, for example, from, from January next year, I've got 18 months of working with 10 primary schools.
0: Fantastic. Uh, Amazing. It's it's
1: another, it's another, um, beef and arts thing, but, um, but it'll, it'll just be, uh, one or two days a week, but, but I mean, it would be good. It'll be really good. Um, over the last few years, I've been specializing in cultural heritage photography. It's, Mm -hmm. It's something which I've been, I've just been getting interested in. It's a, it's a subject area I've been interested in anyway. And, and it was, it just kind of naturally evolved this, this idea of photographing objects mm. for museums. Yeah. I, did a, I did a big uh, project for Art UK, photographing sculpture just recently. Mm. It finished about a year oh. ago. Um, photographing sculpture in different museums and, and, and like National Trust properties and various things like that all around the southwest. So so that was good. Um, and this cultural heritage stuff. I've also been learning to do three-dimensional photography. So literally finding a an object. Yeah. And uh and photographing it from every angle all the way Amazing. around. Amazing. That's so cool. So you can literally look at it on a computer screen and turn it around and zoom in awesome. and zoom out and all of that kind of thing. Fascinating stuff.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Um,
1: and, and, and museums are interested in that stuff at the moment. So I've been doing that. Of course, I keep I keep personal practice as well. Yeah, I exhibit my photographs. I've, I've won awards. I uh, won an award um, in 2019 um, for the earth photo 2019 um it was quite prestigious it was really nice it was for a set of photographs uh, where i've been exploring um forests changing forests Mm. the way the way things change kind of rewilding yes and 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 like you know left to waste those kind Mm -hmm. of things and another thing which is important to say you know we we, we talk about self-employed business so we talk about you know Doing doing something creatively, and it's a business. So you're doing some work, and then then money is coming back. Mm-hmm. Of course, you don't always get money coming back, and you know, and that's fair enough. It's like it's not always going to be something which is paid for. Um, yeah. Sometimes um, you need to you need to volunteer with things. You need to give your services free. Mm-hmm you know, to, to, to some things, to be able to have things come back to you. Uh, Eventually things will come back to you. You don't think about it like that. You don't think I will do this for such and such (laughs) because they will owe me something. (laughs) You you never think like that. It would be foolish to think like that. And you don't, you never do. You, you naturally, but it's important to, to, to like, to want to be giving when you know, that an organization or person or, or whatever is not going to be able to afford your service yeah. and you can afford to reach yeah. out because again it's just one of these things eventually you never expect it but it somehow comes back
0: Yeah, I think if you like you've just said about that, you don't really get anything back if you've got an agenda, whereas Mm -hmm. if you go for it because you enjoy it and you want it and you said something important that you can give it without giving too much of your time, which depletes your other areas. So it's a balance. Mm -hmm. um, Then, yes, it definitely does reciprocate in all sorts of ways that you can't Uh even imagine
1: no exactly
0: yeah so it is important to give back but balanced i would
1: say for example i i I like to i like to kind of give myself goals Mm -hmm. just personally uh because i want to i want to get better i want to improve and and it's difficult sometimes to clarify what what is meant by that but Mm -hmm. but one of the things i was feeling just uh, a couple of years ago i was thinking i love it here in north devon but i don't want to just be doing stuff here in north devon um yeah i want to i want to expand you know i i want to i want to be based here i want to do stuff here but i i can't expect um you know i i mean you know we, we can't, we can't kid ourselves. And um, it's not, it's not the center of culture here. It's not. You've got you know, to be
0: the maker. Yeah. You've got to make it happen. You have. It's not well, going to happen without you. You have got to do
1: those things. But yeah. on the other hand, you can't expect there to be all the, the businesses, all, all the organizations who are going to be giving you the work here because no. it's a small place so sometimes you need to expand and I was Mm -hmm. thinking how can how can I expand what can I what can I do and and the art UK was one of the things that helped me with that because it it kind of it made me it made me feel more regional yeah and uh and another thing I've I I joined the um the international it's the the association of historical and fine art photography
0: um
1: I joined that a couple of years ago and i spoke at their um annual conference and i'm now on their committee um fantastic a, a, as as the kind of web officer amazing but it's very cool <laughs> yeah because it means that 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 you know living here in little old Biddeford, i've got this i got this link mm. um to this organisation, which is predominantly London-based, although they've got people um, all over the country and all over the world. I mean, you know, we had people from America, people from Amazing. Europe, like Holland, or that coming to the conference. <laughs> so, you know, it it feels quite nice to be part of that and it's
0: connected, isn't it? And
1: beyond, you know, yeah. I, I I even had a I even had a job, a um, creative job um, to make artwork from someone living in texas
0: amazing who, who found That's me so cool. through that organization well there you go uh, yeah I think, exactly it's i uh, think it is showing up isn't it it's showing up to those organizations and being getting involved true. because again you're amongst like-minded people that can kind of bounce off but also connect yeah because yeah we cer- i certainly within the maker series is, are not trying to so it must all stay in off Devon no <laughs> go beyond think beyond if you want to live here then it's possible uh to think beyond and live here <laughs> and you're yeah. just saying that so it's fantastic to hear but that's, that
1: that's the thing so it's like it's like all these things it, it all connects yeah i mean, I mean this Definitely. is the thing and, and this yeah. is how i make it work um
0: yeah
1: I, mean, I would i mean i couldn't just do one thing i i would lose interest even if it was yeah. Even if it was an interesting thing in its own right, <laughs> just doing the same thing.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I would get bored. Me too. <laughs> and uh yeah. let's face it, most people, not me, but most people, <laughs> I mean, they want stability and conformity and regularity. But 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 I
0: That's your fear. I think,
1: <laughs> I think the opposite of those things.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I want stability in terms of, you know, I, I want to know that there will be something coming in. Yeah but that I've reached that point without yeah. it being regular, but I've, I've reached that point when yeah. it's okay. And you need that variety because it aids the creative mind. Yeah, yeah.
0: I And I can't remember which podcast I was talking, but this came up and I feel like so many messages that I've picked up on about just do one thing well and it frustrates me so much because I want to do everything. Mm. But it just, I don't know about you, but for me, I I do all these things. It just takes me a little longer to get maybe to the end point of it. And then that carries on to something else. But I love having them all. uh, And I wouldn't want to drop any of them. And I think we Mm. shouldn't, I don't know. I Just the messaging that I get through business advice and that is just do one thing. And it's like, sounds really
1: boring. Yeah. I would, I would so, definitely yeah. agree. that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of, you know, picked up on it earlier. Um, it's like, it's like expansive. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to do painting. That's not what I do. No. You know, but photography, if it's if it's related and and it can be vaguely related.
0: Yeah.
1: It that's what I do want to do, and I, I'm interested in that. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not interested in painting. I mean, that's another thing. It, I mean, I, I would say that it's really important to be looking at mm-hmm. all of those other creative things because you yep. can learn so much from them. Yeah. All the definitely. time. I mean, it's like um, I mean I'm sure one of the things that that's that is important it is is all the kind of the kind of networking that we do. Mm-hmm. And it's making contacts but i've learned um probably only a few years ago really that you know just making contacts with photographers well that's that's a rubbish thing to do yeah i, mean, really it. <laughs> I don't I mean in some respects i don't know that many photographers anyway but it's like it's like why would you want to be you know i mean you don't want to be connected to them because they they might be they might be useful to have a have a chat with sometimes Mm -hmm. about things which which you share an interest in yeah sure but it's more important really to be connecting with people that they do stuff which you don't do yeah and and you know you can learn from them It, it kind of it kind of transfers that 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 skill that they have transfers into something you're doing
0: yeah, it's that cross kind of creative, not con- contamination is not the right word, I can't think of the right word, but cross, yeah, crossovers. And it's also can be people's language and how they talk about things mm-hmm. and, and then communicating and all of it informs. And I would say I'm similar in that. I know f- filmmakers and I can ask them questions and that. But yes, listening to all sorts of different creatives certainly informs my work a lot mm. more. And so yes, that's a really good piece of advice. Yeah. I was going to ask, do you have a piece of advice? Oh, <laughs> you no. said so I've many. Got, I've,
1: got, I've got more advice than that. <laughs>
0: can, I, can I hold you to one? <laughs> is that, you know, is, is there one main one that you haven't mentioned yet that you want to get in?
1: <laughs> um, okay, I'll give you a two-worder.
0: Okay, cool, succinct. <laughs>
1: Embrace change. I mean, I, I would say, I'd definitely say that. But let me also say, um, you know, don't let your creative practice become a historical footnote. It's like, it's, I'm, I'm kind of reiterating the same thing, really. Yeah. Like, keep yourself relevant to the needs and expectations yeah. of your clients and, 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 and creative industries. Upskill. Definitely.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, don't, keep just, learning. don't
0: just stay yeah. where
1: you are. Keep learning. Future-proof yeah. your equipment. That's something I, I've learned yeah. only really about five years ago yeah so important to be Mm -hmm. kind of ahead of the game obviously if you can afford to but yes
0: or saving up to be able to afford to yeah I always remember walking into Jessup's and and buying my first camera and them telling me that HD was going to be a fad (laughs) and I got an SD camera of course I shouldn't have listened to them what an amazing podcast uh you've given you you've shared so much and thank you for your honesty you can see all all the 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 things that have come into fruition for you is just amazing you know it's just uh gargantuous (laughs) it came into my head then you know the the work that you're producing and the variety of work and it's just for me humbling because i'm just like yes yes uh you know it you keep learning and that's just fantastic so thank you thank you for being a role model
1: (laughs) you're too kind
0: (laughs) not at all and i've really loved listening to you so thank you so much for sharing